Welcome back to After Twitch Ends. Uh, this is Steve-O. Cheers, guys. I just want to start out uh, quickly by saying thanks so much for the support of the first podcast. Big, big reaction. Um, I put it out there on my Twitter and, and all you guys, a lot of you guys who used to watch the stream came through and uh, said how much you liked the, the podcast. I think 150 people have listened to the podcast, which is loads more than I expected. I kind of wish I put a bit more effort into it. Like I literally just sat down on a Friday night after having a few beers and just uh just kicked it off you know just tucked in if you will so a uh, little bit more effort uh is going to go into this one and if you guys are still interested then uh we'll go a little bit harder after that but a bit more of the same uh answering some more of your questions about twitch this week and uh a little surprise there at the end but otherwise um thanks very much for your support we're on Apple Podcasts now, which is the one I was waiting for, because that's where I personally listen to podcasts. I listen all the time. But I believe we're also on Stitcher. Um, we're on what Google Google Podcasts, and uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of others actually. I should actually list them all. I'll put them up on my Twitter. I'll put them in the show notes down below. I can actually say that now. Um, there are show notes that you can find right with this podcast thing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, cheers. Thanks very much, guys, and uh, we'll get into it. This is. Uh, Episode two of After Twitch Ends. Cheers. Alrighty, episode two. Uh, what are we called again? I ended up settling on the podcast title After Twitch Ends, which is neither of the two titles that I suggested in in the first episode. I think I might have just seen, you know that, is, is it like a doco series? It's on Netflix called After Porn Ends. And I thought, hey, I'll get in on that. Just add to that. And, uh, you know, a little bit of pop culture reference for you there. Because I'm, uh, I'm very, very hip with pop culture references. I actually haven't seen the latest season of Game of Thrones either. But what can you do? I don't know. I like the classics. I like the classics. Sometimes I just get caught up in watching an 80s film instead of catching up again on Game of Thrones where I should be. Um, just got back from the gymnasium mayonnaiseum, um, where I've been, uh, I don't know if you guys care about this shit, but, um, just dropped $211 on a, on a physio specialist last night. So I've been doing a few, uh, recommended workouts today to try and uh, develop the muscles in the legs, my lovely creamers, the thighs, if you will. Um, so I thought I'd get a quick podcast in now, episode two. I'm going to go through some of your questions. I know Plushy, one of our uh, one of our viewers from back in the stream, has submitted a uh, large volume of questions here for Stevo. Kicking it off, she wants to know because she's fascinated with the back end of Twitch. She's a bit of a streamer herself. I know a lot of you guys who submit these questions do your own streams, and that's cool. Um, you might have uh, some questions for for me being like a mid level streamer or used to be very far from the big time but you might want to know what it's like so keep sending me those on the twitter um she wanted wants to know what happened with day for it co that's a really good question good question to kick it off actually day for it co is a a business that i uh, started with a couple of friends of mine uh last year or was it late the year before um and we were selling some t-shirts um began it by by sending out a whole bunch of shirts with some cool designs to um to some streamer influencers if you will um i sent them all over the world to some streamers that i like um they seem to really like them um as we got a bit beyond that we started selling a few t-shirts we just got we had some stock we the four of us who were in the business together just got really busy so things kind of 
got put on hold for a while there um or without you know full-time gigs and whatnot as well and so that's uh uh, got put on pause for a little bit, but uh, Day Four Co will come back at some point. Plushy, we were really happy with where we were at at the time. Love the brand. Um, do you prefer behind the camera or in front? Uh, I think being what I do now, like being behind the camera, is very different to the kind of camera that sits in front of you when you're streaming. So that's a very different experience. But I, I miss doing stuff on stream. Like I miss doing stuff for a live uh, for the live chat, like gaming and and talking smack. Um, I do miss that. I would like to do some streams if possible. At the moment, I don't have a working PC and I've my internet here is uh, 1.5 upload speed or 1.4. I could probably get like a just chatting stream going, but I couldn't get any gaming going at the moment, I don't think. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I do love making video content though, Plushy, which is what I do for my work at the moment. Uh, how has changing your professional path and career affected your daily life and mental health? I can I can go ahead and say this. There's there's between something like full time streaming, and I can only guess that it's the same for people who make content their own content for a living, like YouTubers and things like that. I'm sure it, it's a, a very similar thing. Not that I've done that, but um, there's positives and negatives. Like when like as a full time streamer, you're getting the benefits of being your own boss. Um and going absolutely at your own pace. If you if you're sick and you need to sleep in, you go ahead and do that. You don't need to call anyone unless you call yourself and you go, Steve. Uh, can I please take the day off? And I would say yes, of course you can, Steve. Um, mental health. Yeah, tougher, tougher when you're streaming. I mean, in the same regard, like if you do take that sick day when you're full time streaming, you're not getting you know, you're sacrificing your, your potential income and, and man, like once you really get into that stuff, the sub count, you, you're keeping an eye on that sub count. It's going to drop when you take that day off because it will drop every day, but each day that you're live, you kind of, you know, make it back up, but they're, but they're not going back up when you take the day off. That's, and that takes a toll long term. That's like this, this, this experience that I had towards the end of streaming full time is this ongoing stress, not about the job, not about streaming as a job. Streaming's always fun, but this stress constantly in the back of your mind about the fact that's your sole income. And if it's not doing very well, which can happen when you're a streamer on Twitch, because waves of popularity can come in and out and you can have like this really hot month where you're getting a lot of new visitors, um, a lot of hype is basically like waves of hype on Twitch. I don't know if you guys noticed that if you like if you're watching any stream sort of consistently for a while if you notice those waves come in and out. Interesting stuff which you uh which you notice over a long time. Speaking of a long time, it's been I had a couple of resubs that um some people who are still sub to my Twitch channel twitch.tv/stevo sent screenshots of to me this month. 43 months as a Twitch partner. I was on the platform early days. Uh, to what a lot of you guys would, would know really it was very different when I started on Twitch and I wasn't even a super early one like the people who were on Twitch at the very start like when it was Justin TV and whatnot like Summit and all that god that was a long time ago and I've, I was kind of late to the party and then but compared to now like I was like one of the one of the early ones I guess 43 months that's insane I'll have to try and go live somehow from somewhere before before Four years, 
48 months out of week. Jesus. Uh, do you watch, still watch and support your friends who continue to stream? To be honest, Plush, I haven't been on Twitch much lately at all. Um, just the way my life is right now, I just haven't have, had time to like sit down and just watch some Twitch. Um, I'm also at the moment, my interest in games is like playing the kind of games that people stream anyway, uh, isn't there at the moment. Like I'd love to play a few games at the moment, but I just haven't been. Um, if someone was streaming like super seducer and I'm friends with them, I'll definitely pop them on for a while. But, um, the way things are going at the moment, I haven't been on lately, but I do still like to think I support them. I still have a few subs and I do try and pop in from time to time. Um, I like knowing that I am positive for them about what they're doing and I, and I try to pop in, I feel like that is support. Like I, like I, I'm hoping that they do well and I'm still got that sub, um, for a few streams there. Uh, if you, okay, this is an interesting one. If you had to choose one creature to remove from Australia forever, what would it be? And she's listed a few exemplars here. Spiders, scorpions, snakes, etc. equals creature. I know what a creature is. Damn, macarons. Uh, you know what I would remove? I would remove the eastern brown snake, which is a, a venomous snake, which is very common along the east coast where the majority of like major cities in Australia are. And they're known for sort of being, you get them in backyards and stuff. You get them in residential areas. And I've never, so here's my thing with snakes. I'm absolutely terrified of snakes like Indiana Jones. And um, part of the issue is I've never just organically seen a snake. Like I've seen a snake in Thailand at at the snake show, this cobra show that we went to, which is, which I don't know if I approve of in hindsight, but I was very young. Um, I see him, you know, you see him at the zoo behind the glass and all that stuff. I've seen them in circumstances like that, but I've never just seen a snake over there and been like, oh, there's a snake or someone's been like, there's a snake over here in the bush. I've, that's never happened. And I'm 31 and I live in Australia and that's still never happened. My brother was telling me this story the other day because um, he lives kind of near a, a reserve and he was walking up the steps to his house and he sort of jumped up a few steps and he realized he saw a flash and he turned around and saw that he'd just jumped over an Eastern Brown snake that was on the bottom two steps leading up to his house. And I was like, I'm not happy with this. I don't want to come over to your house. I live in a different state, so I don't go over over that often, but I'm always checking those steps now for that Eastern Brown. Eastern Brown snakes can fuck right off. You know, getting up in people's yards and whatnot. I hope I never see one. But maybe, yeah, I always say this though, maybe I should just, someone needs to be like, there's a snake over here, you need to carefully come and look at it and get it out of your system. I want to look, I want to see the snake and I want to see it from like five meters away. I just need to, I need to get it out of my system, just see it in real life. Eastern brown snake is the answer to that question. They're in Melbourne, South Australia, like all up the East Coast. Damn. Uh, do you have any plans to visit the US anytime again soon? There was another question that I saw. Let me scroll up here. Boston Tom. Yeah, he also asked a similar question like this. He says, any chance of the legend himself, I assume he means me. Because why wouldn't he? <laughs> uh, coming to TwitchCon. The legend himself coming to TwitchCon could record some podcasts with some American streamer friends you have. Would actually like to hear you and Angry Pug just shoot the shit over a podcast. Dude, I would love to do a podcast with Angry Pug. One of my favorite streamers of all time. Love that guy. Um 
I should start at some point, if I keep doing this, I should have guests on this podcast, even if it's like half the podcast is me and half the podcast is me and a guest or something like that. Let me know if if that would be something you guys would be interested in. I'm going to have to sort out how to do that. Um, Tom, the thing is, I've been to... I, I'm, I kind of don't want to go to TwitchCon. Maybe I would now. I don't know. For a while, I kind of didn't want to go because I was kind of triggered by the fact that everyone was always like, oh, you're coming to TwitchCon. You should come here. You should come. And I went to the first three TwitchCons. I've been to the US nine times. I, I would go for all those things. And um, it's very expensive to fly return from Australia to the US. And uh, especially to the East Coast, like people would ask me to go to, to go to PAX East. It's so expensive. And then you get these expensive hotels in like Long Beach and shit. But um, then we would have PAX Australia. And I consider, I can imagine that from the people in the US who, who don't travel overseas very often, Australia would seem like this exotic location, right? But then no one else would come down to PAX Australia, which is like an event for the whole country here is as big, if not bigger feeling than TwitchCon in Melbourne, where I live, it's on the river. It's beautiful. So much fun. And no, no one's coming down to PAX. I mean, I know recently it was on the same weekends, but it wasn't originally like that, but no, nah, I don't know. I always had a good time at TwitchCon. Um, a lot of fun. I would, I genuinely would like to come again. It's just expensive and I can't justify it while I'm not like full-time streaming. It was a really good thing to do at the time, but I would absolutely love to come again, Tom, and I would definitely go over there and do podcasts with as many people as I could. It'd be so rad. I'd really like that. But yeah, expensive, can't really do it at the moment. Maybe one of these days, if like if we get heaps of listeners to the podcast, I'll put up a Patreon and then we can go. Something like that. That'll never happen. Uh, Tom's got a few other questions again. Uh what game do you wish you could have streamed when growing up? Like games pre-Twitch and streaming. Oh man, dude, my first games that I ever played was on an NES. I'm a, like, I don't consider 31 that old. I'm 31, but yeah, I had an, an, an NES before the SNES came out when I was really little. My favorite game on NES, which is still my favorite game, was called The New Ghostbusters 2. Because there was already a Ghostbusters 2 game and they made another one. They called it The New Ghostbusters 2. Such a good game. Oh my God. You could pick if you wanted to be Peter, Ray, Winston or Egon. Or you could also choose Lewis Tully, played by Rick Moranis. Uh, you pick two of them. One to trap and one to shoot. It was so good. It just followed the movie, the second Ghostbusters movie. Man, I was obsessed with that. I used to I used to rent. I used to convince my mum to let me go and hire a, from the video store, hire a game for the weekend. And you could, for the same price, you could get two NES games or one SNES game. So I always opted for the two and I would get the new Ghostbusters 2 plus something else. So rad. Oh man, I highly recommend checking that out. I think they made like a Game Boy version as well that was slightly different, but it was kind of like the same, all the same animations and all that stuff. Uh... Also says, would you ever consider keeping current job and doing full-time streaming so you don't have to worry about making an in income and enjoy the streaming aspect? I, you, couldn't, you couldn't do full-time job and full-time streaming because if I'm at work for 10 hours, then I can't do six hours on stream plus like admin and then also exercise and also eat, you know, and, and also see people. It's just that you can't, you couldn't do both. 
it, it, I think what you mean, Tommy, is like just do casual streaming. I would love to. I, I don't have the internet or a working PC right now. But uh, I'd like to do the occasional stream again. I think I covered that off before for sure. Uh, DJ submitted a question, said, uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the state of R6 and PUBG currently. I've got to say, man, I, I haven't been keeping up with the latest updates on PUBG. I did play a little bit of the winter map when that came out. It seemed pretty cool. Um, I haven't been following sort of any of the competitive scene and I have also missed the last couple seasons of R6. So I can't really comment on those. The last time I played R6 was when they just introduced, is, I don't know, if, is that the same seasons now? They just introduced the, I mean, I'd been waiting for this for ages when I used to play R6, was the the defensive shield, the um, the chick who has the, she's like the Mon, Montagenet, the Montaigne, Montagne, Montagenet of defense, like the full shield. And I remember playing a few rounds of that and it was so frustrating. But then you have that frustrating dude on attack who can make the tiny little hole. Dude, all right. Let me scroll through some of these questions here for you. <laughs> Kamikaze? Is there really drop bears? He says, you guys fucked me so hard with this. Explain what that really means. <laughs> Kamikaze, all I have to say is there are drop bears. I suppose that's why people aren't coming to packs. They're scared of the drop bears. Be very careful. I mean, like, you'll get a briefing before you enter the country, so don't worry too much about that. But yeah, man, they're badass. Badass. Uh... Naughty Gnome says, are you still going to be working with uh, the team on the Amazon? Oh, okay. Uh, so Gnome's asking me, I, I, I got flown um, a couple of times to uh, Seattle to hang out with the lovely people at uh, Amazon Games. Amazon Games? Amazon Game Studios, AGS, sorry. Um, and just to check out a game that they're working on. And... Um, those guys are awesome and they're doing great things. Um, I, I can't say any more about it um, at the moment as far as I'm aware, but uh, love love that team and they're working on some cool stuff and I'm really excited for all you guys to be able to um, play when that eventually comes out. Uh, no details for you though. Um, sorry, Gnome, but uh, I, haven't been, I haven't been testing the game as of late because I don't have a working PC, uh, which I feel really bad about because... Um, I would like to continue doing that, but uh, at the moment I don't have a working PC, so I haven't been uh, uh, doing anything with them as of recent. But absolute legends! I can't wait to go back to Seattle again at some point because I love Seattle. Seattle's beautiful. It's such contrast to Cal the cities in California. California, the climate's kind of like the East Coast of Australia, but this, the major cities in California, uh, maybe it's just like downtown areas, but the cities are kind of is a real mess. At times, anyway, some places. And then in California, like in between the major cities, it's like just a lot of farms and stuff. I don't know. Australia's like that as well. But uh, Seattle is, is beautiful. I love being up there in the snow. Like when there's snow in the city, wintertime. Oh, it's so crisp. You get that uh, beautiful, oh, the beautiful Alaskan salmon off the Alaskan sea. Beautiful stuff. I went down to Pike's Markets like all tourists do in Seattle. And, uh, and I went to get some like fresh salmon that the guy would grill up for me that came right off the ocean. And I was like, can I have some of the Atlantic salmon? Cause I'm used to saying that down here. And he's like, Atlantic, mate, that would cost half the price. We didn't say mate. That's what I would have said. But 
he said, mate, it's the Alaskan salmon. Make sure you get it right. And it was more premium. I'll give him that. It was a sexy piece of salmon that I had. It was delicious. Oh, and I had some sriracha sauce as well. Oh, man. Yeah, I love Seattle. Maybe I should revise the question previously and say, yes, I will come back to the US at some point soon. I'd love to go to Seattle again. <laughs> and then I've got more uh, more tweets that have come to me on Twitter here with pictures of drop bears. That shit's terrifying. Although not the picture of the real drop bear. <laughs> All right, I'm just finding another question for you. Uh, Cole's Fresh. This is actually my brother. Uh, used to be in the stream. If you guys did used to watch the stream, some of you guys would know. This is a good question. Uh, the viewers feel like they know you, hear your voice, and learn about you. The streamer doesn't get this luxury. From chat appearing on your screen, how well do you think you know your viewers? Let's say, forgetting if you interacted with them on Discord. So, yeah, okay, so that's a really interesting question. Because as a streamer, you see so many names like go up the chat room throughout each stream. But it's amazing how well you can remember each one, especially after them only chatting a few times. And you can really sort of create or get a gauge for someone's personality and sort of create a persona in your mind of what someone's like. I suppose you, you do it without even trying. But most people, you wouldn't have even, you would never have even seen or heard the voice or know anything about most of these people in the chat room. I mean, it helps if you have sort of interacted with them more in Discord, like in your community, if they're a sub or whatever. But you sort of start, um, you remember what each people are into. Like I would remember different subs, like different regulars would come in and I'd be like, yes, I've been waiting to tell you this because I know you're into this kind of music and we were talking about it the other day and you remember so much. Um, yeah, like I'm usually terrible with names, but yeah, I, I, I could remember, like if someone said, do you remember me? I was this username. I came in a year ago. I probably, I probably would. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, you do definitely start to build sort of a persona in your mind of what, what the, uh, what the chatter is actually like. I mean, granted it could be totally different. You never know. So many catfish. There was a thing on the news the other day about a catfish, this uh, lady in Australia who was pretending to be a, what, a home and away actor? Crazy stuff. It's nuts. But uh, it's amazing how many viewers I ended up uh, meeting like at different conventions and whatever. And, and, and most people were so lovely. Had a few interesting experiences though. He also said, second to this, do you have any stories about being harassed or cyber-stalked that you could share? I didn't really have any experiences with being stalked or anything like that. Harassed, it's hard to say everyone on Twitch is getting harassed. Um, like getting trolls come in or having people come and put bots in your channel or things like that. It, like there's harassment going on, but I mean, you just have to brush a lot of that stuff off. But it, being seriously harassed, not really. Uh, I did have some interesting experiences with with viewers or whatever. Um, I did have one uh, interesting experience at, at a, a convention where a regular viewer who had been in my channel like regularly and sub for kind of like two years or whatever um, I, I met and she was lovely. And um, uh, I think we'd, we'd had a photo like the previous year as well. And then I saw them the next year and they came and said, hello, lovely person um, again. And uh, I think I had, I, had a passing comment. I said, well, we should catch up um, for a drink at some point uh, during the convention, which is kind of a very Australian thing to say. Um, I mean, it doesn't 
necessarily mean we're definitely going to make plans and meet up and locked in. It's just, you know, we should, we should catch up for a drink. I don't know. Is that, I think that must just be an Australian sort of thing to, to say. It's kind of a gesture that like, may, yeah, sure. Maybe we literally may have a drink, but maybe we won't. It's not like a, it's not a plan. And, um, being, being at one of these conventions in the U S um, and I only come over for a few days all the way from Australia. I, I used to try and load up my schedule as much as possible with as many meetings and engagements as I possibly can. Um, seeing, yeah, seeing as many people from different, different companies and, um, I would have to go to particular events and, and things like that. A lot of commitments. So you cram as much as, as possible as you can. And so obviously we didn't get to catch up for a drink. Um, and, uh, yeah, she, <laughs> never she unsubscribed and never came the channel again and was and was basically furious yeah it was it was a real shame because uh i don't know maybe it was just a lost in translation some lost in translation i guess a communication error maybe who knows yeah that was an interesting one i was kind of i was stunned i was very stunned uh just scrolling here, looking for another few questions. Let's have a look. Let's have a look here. Okay. Oh, Kendall. Okay. Kendall says uh, one of your favorite parts about the stream was chatting about music, tune time. Okay. Yeah, definitely, Kendall. Okay. We're definitely going to do something like that. Okay. Absolutely. But um, guys, thank you for all your questions. Please keep them coming. I'd love to shed a bit more insight into uh, what it's like being a full-time streamer and the kind of things uh, that happen on the back end. I'm actually really excited to continue this podcast. I really enjoyed doing the first one, even though it was so fleeting. Um, it was such a charge to get a lot of, a lot of you guys feedback and, um, and interest after you had previously been, you know, viewers of the stream and then you hadn't heard from me for a while and whatnot. So it's, um, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Anyway, let's. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to call this. Is it, going to be tune t- tune times too pedestrian for me? We need a bit of a better name, but whatever it is, let's kick it off. And I'm going to give you three tracks that I've been listening to that you can add to your playlist. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, uh, don't know what I'm going to call this yet, but uh, each podcast, till I get bored of it anyway, I'm going to give you three tracks that you can add to your playlist. We used to talk a lot about music in the uh, back in the Twitch stream. But uh, just quickly, three tracks that you can check out um, and uh, you can follow any of my playlists if you like. I'll put that link down in the show notes as well. But, uh, okay, one I'm going to give you, which I suppose is gaming related, and I used to play a lot of Health, one of my favorite bands on, on our Twitch stream, but they've got a track here called No God in Thunderdome. And this is actually from the soundtrack for Arena War, which is like a DLC to GTA 5. They've done a lot of soundtracks for Rockstar after doing Max Payne 3. And uh, and I haven't played Arena War, but uh, this song is dope. The rest of the soundtrack is like, is like soundtrack music. But then it kind of like what they did with Max Payne 3, I guess. And then this track is kind of like a lead track. It's heaps different to to what's on their latest record, which came out this year. But No God in Thunderdome. I'm, I'm like such a massive fan of the chorus. I can't play you this music. You guys are going to have to go and download it yourself. But um, man, it's such a killer chorus. It's like a super, I don't know, euphoric chorus. Um, the verses are really sort of video gamey. There's kind of like that 80s drive to it. But man, that chorus is, is sweet. 
Next song of the three is called The Pain by The Soft Moon. The Soft Moon is a, a band that I've been getting into a lot lately. And their their recent album, I think it's, uh, is from 2018. It's not this year. And The Pain is my favorite uh, is my favorite song by them. It's just got this, this dope lead line. It's not even a chorus. It's like this, it's just like a... a it's a breakdown in place of a chorus, but the the lead guitar is so rad. That whole album um, is is so awesome. The Soft Moon is uh, I can't remember his name. The Canadian band, man, it's uh, it's quite unique stuff. But uh, track three, I'm just gonna give you a classic. I'll try and give you a classic each time, I guess. But you got to add uh, Hall and Oates out of touch. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Hall and Oates lately, just getting back into into some. They've got the most hits out of anyone. If you go on YouTube, you can look up Hall and Oates on Fallon, and I think they just Fallon just like calls out titles of their of their hit singles, and they just start playing them, and it's so rad. Hall and Oates are sweet. One of my favorite things that I like to do <laughs> as well is on Fridays at work, I call it Hall and Oates Day, and I put on this same live video from YouTube. Um, up on the TV um, of them playing on Liberty Island in the 80s. And some of the outfits you see at this Hall & Oates concert are amazing. It's like live at at sunset on Liberty Island, um, New York City. Beautiful stuff. But uh, add those to your playlist, boys and girls, and I'll give you uh, another couple next week. Cheers. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening to this uh, second episode of uh, After Twitch Ends. I appreciate it. This whole doing a podcast thing is very new to me, so if I'm doing anything that's rubbish or if there's stuff that you like, please let me know uh, via the Twitter or send me an email or anything like that. Um, all the social handles are as follows. Uh, on Twitter, at SteveOTTV, S-T-E-V-O, not the E-O, like Steve-O from Jackass. Remind me to talk about that on the next podcast, all the drama I had with that. Um, Instagram, TWJ Stevens with a V. And uh, the old Twitch channel um, is twitch.tv slash Stevo, S-T-E-V-O. I appreciate it, guys. Um, I've got to remember to put all this stuff that I talked about down in the show notes. And uh, thanks very much for supporting the podcast. I appreciate it, guys. Make sure you subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts now as well as everywhere else, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. So subscribe. It's actually free to subscribe to a podcast, unlike on Twitch. But uh, thanks very much, dudes. I'm enjoying it. Cheers, guys. Over and out.